All right, guys. So this week we've got Eric Growth, a senior, joining us here at Thinking Man Business Labs. Welcome. Thank you very much for having um, having you as a guest today. Mate, my pleasure, and thank you. And good to see you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Just so everybody knows, we've been mates for uh, how long has it been now? Well, you you helped um, Eric and I set up and start our podcast, and that's uh, that's a few years back. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So for anybody that hasn't heard it. The Undergrowth Podcast. How's it? Is you guys still still doing it? What's what's the story there? No, we've been pretty lazy actually. We've uh, <laughs> we've got to, got to get our fingers out and have a have another crack at it. But um, yeah. obviously the, the virus, the COVID virus thing, and um, but now restrictions are lifted. We could we could get into it and do it do it properly. So we might do that. You've you've sparked it on by uh, this podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. So have you been keeping? How's the whole? process i know you got a you you just had a business just before everything sort of went down so how's how's everything been been going for you yeah pretty quiet mate our business uh was hit pretty hard um eric and i bought a marquee hire business a party hire sort of backyard party hire business um in october before christmas last year and uh it was going yeah it was going really well um we bought it off this fellow and we uh we got it going pretty pretty good and then um we were starting to fill the year up and then the, obviously everyone's felt the covid virus thing so uh it's been very quiet people couldn't get together and have backyard parties and yeah so that it really affected us but um we're waiting for the re, uh, restrictions to lift maybe level two or level three we can start sort of going again yeah and i think that's what will happen with a lot of businesses once once it comes back it's going to come back hard there's almost going to be an undersupply of providers so you guys will do really well once it opens up because there's going to be weddings, people are going to want to be outdoors, people are going to realise that, you know, it's important to just um, do their thing in life now. I think everything's going to change after this. What are, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, think yeah I think so. Yeah, you're right. People just want to bust out and get amongst it and hopefully we don't do that too quickly and they, they do it within the restrictions, the yep. rules and, and regulations and uh yeah, if we if we do that properly, then that'll continue, and then we'll um, we'll go back to normal. And yeah, as as you said, once we if we get the lead up to Christmas, you know, the um, August, September, October, November, and that uh, the business will go good. Yeah, we'll we'll be back into it. No, it'll it'll, it'll go it'll go really well. So um, if we just go back and and obviously touch on some of your uh, NRL stuff or ARL stuff or whatever New South Wales RL stuff, whatever it was called back. Back when you were doing it, yeah, um, changes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and and as you know, I'm not like a footy person, so I can't give to any of the listeners any real technical um, knowledge about football at all or rugby league at all. So um, just just give us a chat of what it was sort of like back then and what footy was like back then, and and what you see the real differences are between now now and then. Um, yeah, look, uh, when I when I look back at it now it's it's quite surreal um when it was happening at the time you sort of just took everything in your stride but um yeah no it was um the the rugby league thing was just a, a part of me i was uh, i grew up in mount pritchard which is near liverpool yeah. west of sydney and um yeah it was a, it was a, it was a rugby league area i mean it was a, a, an area for all sports soccer whatever but um I was involved with soccer for a couple of years when I was eight and nine, and then um, I jumped over to league. Someone asked me if I wanted to play league, and and I ended up going into a team with uh, Steve Ella, who was um, uh, the centre um, and winger for um, for Parramatta. So we sort of went through it 
all all the way through it together. So awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, the early days, the um, the eighties, the, the game was starting to get cleaned up a little bit because the um, it was getting beamed into um, into the homes of people, and they needed to clean it up a bit. The sixties and seventies were very brutal. Yeah, it's right. A brutal game. <laughs> yeah, the 80s, the eight, early early eighties, it, it was still brutal, but it was it was getting cleaned up, and, and yeah. by the time of the nineties. Um, and and two thousands and now it's it's cleaned right up. It's yeah. I mean the the TV the TV it gets all beamed in for for people to look at it. And now there's fourteen fifteen cameras that hang around a football field, and they're just yeah. you can see everything and anything. So um, yeah, it's had to be really <laughs> s- sterile. And so, so, what's the stuff that you used to get away with that you probably couldn't get away with these days on the field? Well, probably more off the field. <laughs> probably more off the field, right? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the cameras and the um the the um, phone, social media, yeah, your phones and all that sort of yeah. stuff, and social media. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's like, yeah, just it, it. You can't do anything wrong. You can't you can't fart and without people knowing about it. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, it's a, it's been a big change and all that. Social media has been such a big big thing for that for that side of things. And and I think sometimes, as much as people make mistakes, and I'm not here to defend anybody or anything like that, but We've all grown up. We've all been kids. Um, we've all been 18 and 21 and 22 and 23. So to grow up in the, my, in, in the limelight with all the social media and all the pressures and all that sort of stuff and getting – people think just because you get this wage, you're automatically, you automatically get the, the headspace that allows you to be able to comprehend what you're actually, what you're actually doing and what you actually got. But it's, you, you haven't evolved at that point, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I always remember what Wayne Bennett said about role models. He, uh, the the league, the NRL expects anyone that plays first grade to be a role model. Now, you could be 18, 19, 20, but you, you aren't a, a real adult and you haven't sort of been through life in that sense where you become a bit street smart and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, yeah. And, yeah the, the, and he said the role model doesn't begin really when you mature, when you're 28, 29, 30 to that point. And um, so there's a lot of pressure on the, on the, the kids that are, that have never been in any of these sort of situations where all of a sudden they have to be a role model and they have to, you know, they have to lead the way in that sense, but they're, they're not equipped for that sort of stuff. And, mm. and um, yeah, people don't understand that. There's some people that, you know, depending on the human you, you are and your DNA, yeah, you can, you can be mature beyond your years, but the, most of them aren't and they need yeah. that street wiseness and they need to go through that, um, to get it yeah. those, those years, yeah. Yeah, and it's, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those um, tough things. Like for someone like me, I can, I can go through my process and nobody, nobody notices, but because you're in the limelight and you're on television and all that sort of stuff. And like you said, it was a bit different for you. There wasn't as many cameras and as much social, social media um, around when you, were, when you were growing up, so you could, you could pretty much grow up normally. But I guess you guys had it quite different. So you, you would have had a full-time job, I'm assuming, at the same time as you were playing footy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, most of us. Yeah, I, I had a sales rep job. I, I was a sales rep. I couldn't. I couldn't sell anything if I tried. <laughs> but, um, I got paid to do it, and uh, yeah, depending on the uh, the product, obviously it sold itself. But yeah, we we all had jobs, and uh, we'd get to training by four, four thirty. We w- we'd start training at five thirty, six o'clock, or whatever. But we'd get there a little bit earlier, and um, yeah, just get ready for for that sort of stuff. We'd train Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if we're playing on a Sunday, we play uh, on. Uh, we train on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So it'd be three or four days a week training, but but only for a couple of hours. You know, only two or three hours at the most. And yeah, right. And these days, obviously, it's it's a full time 
sometimes gig where you yeah, yeah. It's, it's all you're thinking about every day and every minute of the day yeah. and what's your involvement now do you do you get much involved with the footy much at all or do you do you contribute to any type of associations or um, anything no, like that not really no i just watch it i when eric was i was invested in watching it really um and got right into it when eric played Oh, did he play? Him, did he? Eric played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run around the park, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could wake him up. If you could wake him up, yeah. Well, it was, an, it was another version of me. I was pretty much the same too, so. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was a lazy lazy thing and I had to be pushed a little bit and all that sort of stuff. And, did um, you? That's surprising. Yeah, and the game. The game you're it, so self-motivated when I know you, like today, uh, you're pretty self Self, I've changed. Yeah, I've changed a bit. I, I've had to change, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but um, Eric, when he played there, yeah, the game was becoming uh, semi-professional, and um, and yeah, he yeah he had to sort of he had to buck up and, and make sure he did everything right. But there, yeah, it was a different game then too, as it is now. Now, so yeah, yeah, it was a bit. It it he loved his training, didn't he, Eric? Yeah, was, <laughs> actually, he was a he was a much better trainer than me. I, what? Yeah, I, I I didn't have the. I mean, he had the same sort of motor that I had. That the, the motor would um, run out of petrol pretty quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, we were sprinters. Sprinters. We had the um, the quick fibers in our muscles, I suppose, and we just yeah. we just like to sprint, but we didn't like any long distance stuff. So uh, yeah. So people that don't know that I'm I'm, I'm giving I'm different. giving Eric a bit of shit now, but I um. I, I know Eric obviously quite well and known him for for a long time. So hopefully he doesn't get too offended at us talking about, about him like this. No, but this is what right. this, this is not anything we'd say to his wouldn't say to his face anyway. So yeah, that's right. Actually, actually the, when when he when Eric played, he his work rate was fifty times more my work rate. In like, I mean, the game had changed, and, and the wingers had to become such an important part of that hitting it up and get yeah. taking it off off your line. All the big tough runs that you that he used to do, but he used to make uh, between 20 and 30 hit-ups a game and, and he was like yeah, an extra forward and, and his work rate was... I mean, I'd, I'd be happy if I made three or four hit-ups <laughs> or runs a game. So yeah, that, with the game changing, it was so so different. But his, his work rate and his athlete, being an athlete that he, that he was, he was twice what I was. Yeah, natural. So when you look back at um, things like, obviously, there's that, that try that keeps on getting replayed all the time. Every time there's a grand final and, and stuff like that, and um, how does it how does it work for you guys from a historical perspective? From a do you guys have access to that footage? Is that something that you can use for your own personal stuff or anything like that? Do you get do you get any type of um, I don't know royalties or anything like that for that sort of stuff in the NRL or how does it? Yeah, no. That's that's just something we can we can get off YouTube unless unless I mean my father um, had a, a, lot, a lot of tapes of my games and he ended up making a bit of a, a, a tape um, collage of, um, of of the tries and stuff like that by videoing on Channel Seven and or Channel mm-hmm. Nine whatever it was Channel Ten yeah um, yeah so but but these yeah. There, there is archives of uh, footage of I've got a DVD where it's been um, edited and, and and cut professionally and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, there's if we want to see anything about ourselves, generally we get on YouTube because everything's on YouTube. So yeah, um, right. There's no, there's no, yeah. There's no agreement with the NRL. There's no sort of no, not at all. That's when, actually when the 
when the Super League came in, or the, one of the ideas Super League had was that we would get paid for any any footage in the future that would get used. We'd, ha- we'd have to be asked. It's a great idea. Uh, for any came in that wanted to look after the player a lot more. Or the ex-players, anyone that, that had played the game before as well. So, Sure. Yeah, wow. That's a great... That would have been a great idea if it was implemented, wouldn't it, for the players, just for their well, it, yeah. longevity? It, uh, yeah, that was their idea, and it was it was pushing the player more so. And, um, yeah, it didn't get off. So, yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, it lasted for a couple of years, I think, at the most, and um, yeah, it's back to normal now. Yeah, okay. So what have, you, what have you been doing to keep yourself sane during this, this period? <laughs> You've been exercising, <laughs> drinking beers. What's, what's been the story? Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit just, of both. Um, Trying to exercise, not drink, not drinking too much. I, I, you have a couple of beers here and there at the end of the yeah. week on a Friday, but um, yeah. yeah, can't go to the pub, obviously. But yeah, doing a little bit of training, just I do three sessions or three or four sessions a week for a, they last for about half an hour, forty minutes, just basic light weights and just getting the heart pumping and the blood pumping through the through the system and awesome. That yeah. generally that, but yeah, we um, I've, I've got a band and um, we have. We've lost all our work with the band, obviously, and um, waiting for stage three to come back in when pubs and, and, and clubs open again. Mm-hmm. We can start getting gigs and stuff like that. So that's been very disappointing, missing out on all that sort of stuff. We had a lot of, a lot of uh, gigs booked and a lot of travelling to do and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, looking forward to getting back into that. And that's that's been one of the hardest things in this in this um, virus uh, situation is yeah. to, uh, I mean, to not for, be doing any of that sort of stuff. For- for both you and your your son, music's always been a, a big outlet for for all of you guys, and for Daniel as well. It's always been a, been a yeah for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, we got together and we got a band, Three Day Growth, Eric, Daniel, and myself. And uh, the drummer was Gavin Robinson, who was uh, he's on Two SM these days in the afternoon, and uh, right ex ex cricketer, and yeah, and yeah, we did cricket. that for a while. Oh, I'm happy. Let's talk about cricket. That's been one of the good things, actually, yeah. in this uh, virus is there's been no cricket. And there's been no cricket. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. It's, yeah, a, no. it's, a, it's, a tough, it's a tough sport. I, I, I don't think I could handle going out there and... and um, Standing in the sun for five days. <laughs> well, for that long in the sun anyway, but then getting a, a 120, 140 mile per hour or kilometre per hour ball coming at you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh. That's exactly right. So, but the band will be fine once you once everything kicks off again. There'll be plenty of gigs. Um, yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, yeah as I was saying, out. I mean, it was it was such fun doing it with Eric and Daniel for those years, and then they they um, disbanded and went and did their own thing and played their own music with uh, mm. Shinobi, and they yeah. did really well with all that sort of stuff. And then um, the current lineup that with the band I have now has been there for about yeah, 12 or oh, 15 years now. Yeah. So it's been, been a lot of fun. And, yeah, the, the boys love the music. They've all got guitars and yeah, and they just yeah, – it's a relaxing thing and they, and they love to record and, and do all sorts of things. So that's, oh, that's and they're been both, a they're both very talented at it. They're just both naturals sort of at it. I mean, yeah, Eric yeah, can write some of his songs and, and, yep. uh, and Boog's on his, on his bass is just such a groover. Do you know what I mean? It's just um, – it's, yeah. really, it's, it's, it's great to watch. So – it's, yeah. I guess it's one of those things that's been as part of the family for the whole time for, for a long time. 
It has, yeah. It's, I, I got a guitar when I was 10 for Christmas, and it came out of nowhere. My mum and dad just bought me a Christmas present and a guitar, and they must have obviously known I was into music, but I, I can't remember before I was 10 whether I was, I mean, I used to listen to music on the radio and all this and stuff, but and this, the guitar changed my life in that sense. You know, I just loved it, and, um, and it grew from there. And then as Eric and Daniel were born, I, it, it just sort of was a natural filter to filter through to their life as well. Yeah, awesome, awesome. That's great. So, how does it how, how's it um, working with you now? Like, obviously, footy's footy's off TV, coming back as soon as as soon as possible, as soon as they uh, make the announcement, all that all that sort of stuff. So, yep. um, have you, do you have any ideas on on how it's sort of gonna how it's sort of gonna change the game? Do you think it'll change the game in any way? This this whole COVID thing, or well, there's been a couple of changes. The, uh, there's only one ref, ref now. That's going oh. to be bringing the game. So they they've, they've jumped from two to one now. So there's that that pause yeah. uh, in the game with the virus has um, created some uh, decisions. So um, there's a couple other little real real changes that I'm not that I haven't looked up properly yet. But um, but generally the game will be the same. But it won't be in that uh, sense. There won't be anyone watching the game in yeah. in regards to live being yeah. live. But yeah. plenty of people watching oh. it on TV, obviously. But yeah. Once the restrictions are lifted, they'll they'll get crowds in again, and we'll be all back to normal. But yeah, it's been it's been a strange, strange time. And I think when the rugby league gets up and running, it, it'll be interesting to see if the other codes will get up and running as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting next couple of months to see how this all plays out and um, how it all happens for all of us. I guess we're all trying to do different things, just like I'm doing the podcast. You, yeah. you've got your own stuff going on, and um, yep. it's just it's just really interesting to see how people have been adapting and pivoting and it's, um, you know, yeah. have to do it. I think it's really important. Amongst all the uh, negativity, there's been some p- positive stuff that have, that's come out of the, this um, strange times that we live in with the virus and, and so forth. And I think people have become, we, as a as species, I think we've come together closer, yeah. um, worked really hard together to make sure everything's all right. Gen, you know, I can only speak for what what's happening in Australia. It's been compared to... Europe and all that, but yeah, I, I I think there's been some positive things in the sense of uh, as a human race, we've uh, it's really made us think about certain things and what's important, and what's not. Hundred percent, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think there's been a lot of positive, a lot of positive change. Uh, maybe 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 some negative um, change in in whether it's relationships or people drinking too much and all that sort of stuff and finding out who they are. You know, so yeah. I think there's been yeah, a lot true. of self-development for people, um, yep. but I think it's been a growing exercise for for most people, regardless of whether it's been negative or positive. It's still a growing a growing exercise, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, is there anything else that you sort of wanted to touch on or talk about? Um, did you want to give Eric some more shit, or did you? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything that you wanted to um, talk about back in the old days about footy, or anything you wanted to tell para fans about, or anyone that's listening? I don't know. I don't know. You know I me. Mean? I don't know footy, so I don't know what they're interested in listening about. Um, yeah, no, not really. I, I think everyone's just waiting with bated breath to, um, to you know, to watch the game again. Yeah, watch to watch it live and to, to go there and watch it and. and I think generally the life experience is to everyone wants to be live again in that sense that they're, you know, and it's funny. It's it's funny if you're driving on the road. I was on. I was. I mean, a couple of few weeks ago, and and just going to the shops and driving in the car and all that sort of stuff. You wouldn't think there was a a, 
restrictions or anything. There's so many cars on the road. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like a normal normal like day. Yesterday, just driving on, on Hume Highway, Highway where I live here, um, it's it, it was just like it was a busy day, and you know, you think, is there a virus? Is there restrictions? Is there um, yeah, anything happening on? out there? <laughs> the world look, the world normal. looks pretty normal, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those that are really infect, uh, affected by it, in um, in the sense where for us the marquee we can't we can't do the marquee yeah, thing and all right. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah pe- those sort, yeah those people in those industries and, and that sort of thing uh, where people had to get together, where things online and all that sort of stuff stayed or got got even busier. Um, mm-hmm. Online shopping and all that sort of stuff. So for some people it's changed a lot, and, and a lot of other people it hasn't really changed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, for anyone um, that's listening, obviously your nickname's nickname nickname is a guru. What's the what's the advice that you have to to leave him? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> the advice because um, the pubs are going to open soon and everything's going to start opening. And I, I just you know, there's I mean, who knows what's going to happen? But you know, I just want to hear what 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 words of wisdom you have because you always have something. Um. Pressure's on. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, wisdom, yeah. No, look, I. Yeah, the, the only wisdom I would have is that the, in these times, I think there's, like, for instance, I'm doing a Google AdWord um, course, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have done it if this was, uh, if this didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, a sure. lot of people. I think a lot of people have just have. Grown in, in, and as you were saying before, a lot of people have had to become different in the way they look at things, the way they do things. So, the, the, this and part of the positive thing that's come out of this is that people have had to do other things, and and it's created that they, you know, their world changed a little bit, but for the better in doing things that they wouldn't have done normally and stuff like that. So, that's right. I think they found the time. Words of wisdom. Embrace, embrace that, and. And look at it as uh, such a learning opportunity that uh, when and when or if it does happen again, uh, yeah. we we know what to look, you know, what, and we know we've got stuff that we can work with, and and there's Absolutely. always things to do, and um, yep. it's it's a growing experience for everybody, isn't it? Really, that's, yeah. What you're saying, growing experience. That's exactly right. It's been an experience for everyone, and and a lot of people have grown from from it for, yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Thank you very much for for jumping on and having a chat. Um, I know you're always busy doing stuff, so um, I appreciate appreciate your time and um, come down to Shahaba Pub and um, have a beer with me and Ronnie when you get a chance. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, mate. When that's as soon as the restrictions are lifted, mate, I'll, I'll be there and yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll buy us both a beer, mate. All Thank right. you very much, mate. That's right. great job you're doing. Thanks, Pete. All right, mate. I appreciate it. All the best, mate. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Take care. See ya. Bye, mate.